0: My three
1: days will play on so fast it I turned down new volume on Dick and Bird. Fuck Dick and Bird. Fuck Dick and Bird. St. Paul admitting the lie and, and hitting rock bottom. Drugs in the right <laughs> Fuck Dick and Bird. Buck Dick and Bird.
0: Fuck Dickinbird! Fuck! Fuck Dick Albert! Fuck! Shit! Hello and welcome to this thing we call Minnesota foul play by play. I'm your host Anthony Variano. I'm joined by the brothers Haas. Bradley and Michael. Michael, how we doing? I'm see your WBC prepped.
2: I am prepped. I'm prepped to talk okay. a little bit about the wbc today just happy to be alive tony as am i bradley are you still with us <laughs> <laughs> i bet he just logged all the way out to log. Uh, he's still <laughs> trying to figure right. out
0: how to use zoom on his phone folks uh we gotta give him a break because uh his computer wasn't working so great with the uh with the zoom app so we're gonna jump right in because uh we got a lot to talk about in this show Uh, We're going to start with the wild and then we're going to finish with all baseball after that. So uh, if you don't know, the wild have been really good lately. They've won eight straight. Uh, They went wild at the NHL trade deadline and improved wildly. It seems Uh, the biggest move was undoubtedly trading Jordan Greenway to Buffalo for a very valuable draft pick uh, uh, 2023 second rounder and a 2024 fifth rounder. The second rounder next year is really valuable because from what I hear, it's, one of the deepest drafts in decades. Uh, it's largely considered a hell of a haul for the wild. Uh, they retained none of Greenway's salary. So it, it's not just that they got the great draft pick, but they dumped 3 million uh, in a cap hit next year and the year next after that. Um, and they also got rid of a forward that was not providing offensively on a line they really needed some offensive output from. Um, he's Terrific defensively, he's one of the best defensive forwards in the NHL. Uh, but that's not what the Wild need. The Wild are sound defensively, and now it seems they've got one of the best goaltenders in the NHL. So yeah,
1: the uh, Wild are boringly
0: sound at defense. I mean, it's fucking just boring. I hockey, imagine. But, I imagine but they- <laughs> teams are just. I, I you could see it in the faces of the Cal- Calgary Flames yesterday. They were just like, how. White me. first off Gustaf- Gustafson made four or five amazing saves in that game and I mean I think Calgary really only had 20 some shots on goal to our 30 and that's the thing is when you're the wild aren't gifted offensively they're 26th in the NHL and uh, goal scored per game with 2.8 yet they sit 10th in the NHL standings uh, a little did you nail know for you folks out there uh so i mean they obviously needed to improve offensively and generally that comes at uh, the expense of you know something you have a lot you know in spades and that's what they've got is is defense all around um yeah guess guess you didn't even score last night well i mean caprizov didn't
2: was... score and we still won oh, yeah. the game yeah, well, yeah right
0: i and that's the thing is they these, these moves are already paying dividends, so let's talk about some of them. Uh, see, the uh, the biggest trade they made was Greenway, uh, but the uh, biggest name they acquired was John Klinberg, uh, who had an assist at Calgary on Saturday. Uh, y- you shouldn't expect much of him. Uh, he's a veteran defender who'll make smart plays, but he's not going to make great plays. Uh, he's on the backside of his career uh and the wild gave up next to nothing to get him uh the rights to a player who wasn't going to sign with the wild after college anyway a 2025 fourth rounder and a 32 year old on a two-way contract so i mean wait you might as well take a chance on a veteran player who can help you in the playoffs so i feel like that's a a plus um the biggest impact acquisition was getting greenway's replacement and oscar sunquist uh He's a bottom six forward who's having his best year of his career as measured by possession metrics. And like I said, that's what the wild invested in is, is guys who uh, don't turn the puck over, don't allow uh, takeaways, giveaways and uh, breakaways. Um, and they make smart plays. Uh, he's not going to score much, but he again is a veteran who makes smart plays. And the biggest question. Me- yeah, we got you, Brad. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, sorry, biggest... sorry for
2: yelling earlier.
0: I, we didn't even get that. So the biggest question mark is forward uh, Gustav Nyquist. Uh, still recovering from surgery, but expect to return for the playoffs. Again, another positive relative uh, possession metrics guy who will be a veteran presence on a playoff team, which is what this team is. I mean, it's almost a, a certainty now. We pulled away from the wild card pack. Uh, we're sitting second in the central. And it's uh, we've defied the odds. We we it's hardly score any goals. I know hardly any goals. It's fucking insane
1: from what we were
0: talking about like two weeks ago to where we're at right now. It's well, they won eight straight good. games. That's what happens when you win eight straight games. Yeah, it's easy to turn around a season when you win eight straight. Crazy. Uh, they've really uh, been buoyed by shootout prowess. They've won more games than anybody in shootout. Seventeen points, as we said in the uh, the past podcast, and. They just don't – they realize they can win games without scoring goals. As long as they don't let the uh, the putt go in their net, they can beat anybody. Uh, All they need is Kirill to get one and maybe another guy to get another one. Or Kirill to get two of them because that's what he tends to do.
2: They're the exact opposite of the Vikings. Very close games. It's just their offense isn't doing shit, but their defense is just fucking playing out of their ass.
0: A a delight to watch because, you know – their best defense is their possession, right? So they keep the puck in the offensive zone. They might not get a lot of grade A opportunities, but they shoot the puck a lot. And that, they're getting the no, bounces. They're, start- they're starting to get yeah. the bounces.
2: They're very hard to get. under always.
0: Take the under always? Yeah. A good, that's a, a good game. Yeah. For the total. Absolutely. Sure. You got any uh, wins lately, Brad, that you want to tell folks about? Do beat North Carolina.
1: Yeah, I, I hit I hit that one just a straight money line, and then uh, I'm gonna murder his name, Filipowski. That's Filipowski. Yeah, uh, yeah, I scored 15 points. Hit them both.
0: Nice, congrats.
1: So yeah, I, I I got it all parlayed on hockey right now. That's why I yelled earlier because Carolina playing Tampa Bay. I needed them to score six goals, and they just hit. So wonderful so, day
0: it was a good scream it wasn't a mad scream yes this damned Zubap, app how do you make it work yes <laughs> uh okay did well, i get
1: video working too
0: yeah we got you you're all good you look good i like that eddie sito jersey it's very nice uh you know, trust me we're, we're gonna get to the baseball just let me finish up my wild segment folks i i, I like talking about this team uh so This is why Bill Guerin is a genius. He is the biggest winner of the NHL trade deadline by far. Uh, He improved the Wilds draft capital. He got two fifth-round picks, 2023 and 2025, for retaining salaries of Dmitry Orlov and Ryan O'Reilly, roughly 900 k in salary, uh, just to facilitate three-team trades. So you get two free draft picks just for taking on salary because you're under the salary cap. Smart. (laughs) uh he improved the salary cap situation even taking on that money by creating the three million in cap space for the next two years with the greenway trade and then got a quality draft pick for doing so then he also acquired the player's replacement for this season but not next and he didn't add anybody on a long-term contract so no cap hits for the future brilliant just brilliant and that it's already paying dividends for this team uh it's now the sky's the limit like I mean, I don't think any any team in the West is going to win the Stanley Cup this year. Uh, shit, I don't know that anybody but Boston is going to win the Stanley Cup this year.
1: But yeah, Boston's tough.
0: If you're a Minnesota fan of any sport, you'll take a conference finals. I mean, shit, we'll take a playoff series win. I would love to get out of the first <laughs> round. So it looks like they've got the they're capable of doing that. All right, anything oh, else cool. on hockey, boys? Oh, I got I got to mention go to our TikTok and check out the Whitecaps who got one of the biggest points maybe of the season by uh scoring two goals in the final minute with their net empty against uh Boston the Pride and tied it up to force overtime, get a point and get into third place alone so they might avoid playing Boston in the playoffs. Woo!
1: That that was pretty amazing, Tony. That actually,
0: that really was. And then they killed a goddamn penalty in the overtime for too many players on the ice and forced a shootout, which they lost. But still, I mean, that's that's a momentum changer. That's like a, a, a what is it? A watershed moment of the season where you were, where you get confidence that you could beat anybody. And that's what they needed. They needed to find their mojo, and I think they did. Check out that video on our TikTok Minnesota foul play by play. All right. Anything else?
2: All right. Or- yeah, staying with Boston. Uh, did you know for you guys? Oh boy! Did you know that the Wild are tied with the Bruins for accruing the most points since February eleventh?
0: I don't doubt it. Yeah, twenty well, points with the Bruins. Are Yeah, but Boston's been doing that all year.
1: No, I know they're the fastest saying. team
0: Man, in a NHL fucking... history to a uh, hundred points. So yeah. yeah, that's
1: why they have a hundred and three points. In the next closest team has eighty-eight. Right, I mean.
0: They might be the best team of all time. Uh, I mean, eight uh, losses, eight
1: losses. But that's, that's the
0: thing. They've got the best <laughs> goaltender. Who's got the second best goaltender? We do. Might be us. Might be us. So, hey, Stanley Cup, here we come. <laughs> all right. <laughs> hey, <laughs> not, we we got to
1: score goals in the playoffs, man. We got to score goals in the playoffs.
0: And stay healthy. You got to have guys out there. Um, Yeah. Let's move on. Spring Twinkies tidbits. Uh, we're going to have Mike take us through spring training, uh, Twins baseball in Port Myers, Florida. What's going on? He's been watching the most of this stuff. He's an addict, uh, I think. Uh, it's a problem. Yeah, he is. Can I, 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 mean, I, can I can't I believe in? that is, anyone would be this interested in spring ball. It's kind of sad.
1: Can I step in real quick? I, I actually watched a little bit of the game today. Oh, yeah? So it was a full count. The batter stepped out of the batter's box. He stepped back in before the pitcher engaged the rubber. Uh And they called an automatic strike three. Like, I was just curious.
0: Can't leave the box. You cannot leave the box.
1: Okay. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Joey Votto has been doing this his entire career, by the way. He stands in the box and never leaves until that bat's over. And that's the way it ought to be, frankly. I mean, you can move around in there, get, you know, w- take a walk inside the box. But did you see Carlos Correa forgot the rules? Early yeah, in spring, yeah. He started walking very around first after a strike. And he's like, yeah. It's like, oh, shit, I can't do this no more.
2: That was a very cute little video.
0: Did they actually call him on that? Or did he get away? With no, he it? got it back crazy. in. He got back in in time. All right. Well, uh, the Twins have some good, some bad, uh, some high hopes for future prospects and a little bit ugly, um, but not too much. Uh, It's always nice coming out of spring training with as little ugly as possible. Uh, So, Mike, let's start with the good.
2: Well, the good, uh, I'll just kind of focus on today's games. Uh, Like you you said, I'm a loser. We were lucky enough. We had two games today going on at the same time. Joey Gallo has been surprising me. Uh, a lot of line drives. He went three for three today. Fucking
0: not his a home run. Doesn't he hit towering shots? Not his M.O. Doesn't he hit towering shots? He hits the ball up in the air, right?
2: Yes. So he's been – it's been more line drives this year. He did go yard. Nice. Um, today as well. Same with Kepler as well. Kepler's not been hitting pop-ups. It's been nice, nice hard contact line drives. So I think as long as teams don't impl- implement a shift against him, the outfield shift, I think yeah. I think he could uh, find a little bit of his old bat that we kind of miss. Um, Correa is has been my most fun thing to watch in spring training, just with the way he's interacting with all the young players. <laughs> right, him and Buxton together. I mean, this it's, is
0: why you pay him the money. Yeah, it's like
2: watching two kids, like in a sandlot play yeah. together um so they're both I don't know seeing those two on the field or those two together Buxton hasn't been on the field yet are taking in the at-bats so yet they're taking it really slow with him but Gray's hitting the ball well he looks like Carlos Correa uh bullpen Duran I don't Throwing
0: 100 as usual
2: He's going to get up to probably one hundred and four, hundred and five this no year. No freaking of the way! Where to, fucking god!
0: That's got to be a hot <laughs> gun.
2: It's. I'm just saying, he comes in, he's throwing one hundred and one. It doesn't even look like he's throwing the ball hard. I'm. Sorry, um, they're going to have
0: to lower the mound, guys. They really are. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, pitchers are too fucking good.
2: No, and I, uh, I heard a tidbit from Griffin Jax as well. He says he's going to get up to a hundred this year. So I don't, I don't know if that's. Gonna be true or not, but Bedran looks good. He had one walk. He had a little command issue, but settled that out. Got a strikeout. I mean, I don't, I don't know how you fucking hit against this guy with that fucking mixed fastball splitter thing he fucking throws, and then I his see. curveball is pretty fucking good, and then the fastball is. He's got a
0: Mariano Rivera repertoire. You know, he, it's he, just it doesn't take much. It's just one unhittable pitch. We'll we'll get you every time.
2: He's he's really good, and I know we're gonna talk about little bit about the injury concerns after the good um really happy with cal farmer so far he is playing like a stud i think he's he's bad in the mid 400s right now um defense has looked rock solid so i think
0: yeah he's always been solid he's
2: gonna be huge for us with minnesota's nagging injury issues that we have every fucking year um the boner for Brooks Lee just keeps getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> like, I'm going to
0: need a new pair of pants. It's starting to get national
2: uh, attention, I think, this
0: Brooks Lee boner.
2: Oh my God. Carlos Correa, the other day, I mean, he's calling him a stud. Really, really likes the kid. He's got very high hopes on him. Correa thinks he'll be up this year. It wouldn't surprise me if he's called up this year. I mean, he's Maybe. hit it at every level. Yeah. And he just. I read a great article on him. He, I, I mean, they're calling him the Natural now in Minnesota. Yep. But I saw that he just looks so comfortable. It's like, and you got to remember, we just drafted him last year, so he's had a half a year of pro ball. Yeah, that's it. And
0: yeah. he's hitting well, he on was, every he level. Did, he did. Well, he did a full college stint, didn't he?
2: Yeah, we drafted him out of college, but that I mean, there still is that tr- transition from college going to where. I mean, pro ball. Is he a so big-sky think... product? No. Cal Poly. Oh, did...
0: Cal Poly. Yeah, no. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he played for his... He went to college to play for his old man. Oh,
0: man, yeah. did um, good coach his old man, apparently. Oh, yeah. It, no, and that's... Uh,
2: was it on Twins Daily or something? Maybe they're the yes. ones that had the article that... It, it's worth a read, uh, calling him the natural, and that's... Yeah. They kind of compared him to other players who had fathers as coaches are fucking managers Baldelli's dad apparently coached him growing up so it's Mm -hmm. i mean baseball is all this kid has known his whole life and you can kind of see that when he takes the diamond yeah um the other nice the other nice kid i've um been following this spring is actually getting quite a bit of playing time so far is that 19 year old
0: Jose Salas,
2: who we got in the Arias. I really
0: liked him. Yeah.
2: I think he's, I think he's like around our seventh or eighth prospect in our system. He's going to, he'll be way higher next year. But that's, this kid's hitting the ball. I mean, and he's freaking 19. It's freaking hilarious when you're seeing some of these bullpen arms, these guys who are in their 30s. And this, he looks like a freaking kid, but yeah, it doesn't phase him. Um, so yeah,
0: that's that's the good out of today. Um, What's his approach at the plate? Is he uh, like a slap hitter like Luis? Or he's
2: been he's been going actually with the ball, which is nice. Um, so he's been hitting it to left field, um, and he just kind of he doesn't look too over pressured. I think uh, got a hit with uh, down two strikes today, I believe. So it's I mean it was kind of a lucky hit, one of those fucking right over the third base Dying and no man's
0: land on out yeah. the outfield, but
2: it's just better than striking out, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's hard to get a bat on the ball. That's what I'm saying. The, the round will be lowered. It's uh, eventually.
2: So yeah, that's, that's the good as I've been seeing it. Um really looking forward to uh, opening day. Don't really, I'm curious to see when we're going to get to see Buxton and Polanco and Kirilov. I mean, I would like to maybe see them start getting a couple at bats a game, even if it's just DHing, just uh, right. Just so they're not, I guess, learning their swing and catching up to speed at the beginning of the season. Because, yeah, we oh, said about Duran. We said about Duran. You got to get some cuts
1: against people who are throwing this fucking hard. It's not easy, you know. <laughs> so, um, speaking about getting cuts, what about that guy? For is it the Dodgers that he's got a stress fracture? And he goes up there and he doesn't even swing. Have you guys seen that guy?
0: No. Uh. Uh-uh. Look us. it up. Okay. Look it up. The old Stugatz is here, telling y'all <laughs> to look it up. <laughs>
1: no, I don't. I can't remember his name. Like uh, it might.
2: Gavin Lux got
1: hurt for that. No, this guy. This guy has a stress fracture. And I don't know if it's in his wrist or his
0: hand or something. So he's but just he goes up playing defense or what.
1: Yeah, but he's young. He's one of their young prospects, and he just goes up there and he just takes pitch after pitch. Like it was, it was Why doesn't funny. He bunt.
0: This is something that you, if you, well, I guess if you take a ball off the arm, then now you don't have a stress fracture. You got a fracture fracture.
1: Like his his at bat yesterday against Grinky was hilarious. Grinky couldn't find the zone, so then he starts lobbing him over and shit. Grinky's <laughs> always
0: fun to watch.
1: It's yeah, you guys got to look that guy up. I can't. I can't think of his name right now, and I apologize for that. But. That's
0: all right. Prep, baby. Get that prep work done. All right. Let's go to the bad. Uh, let's see. The injuries so far. Gilberto Celestino. What does he have, and what? how long will it be?
2: He tore a ligament, it sounds like, in his thumb, so he's going to be gone six to oh. eight weeks, which it sucks for him because he would have been down in AAA to start anyway. Um, but... I mean, that one really doesn't affect us. We don't, with the additions we made in the outfield.
0: Well, it affects him. From, no, it affects him. him.
2: Yeah. Uh, the team's got so much depth, though, he wasn't expected to. Right. Make the 26-man roster day one, but that does suck for him. I mean, we kind of probably ruined his development last year anyway, but what do I know? I'm just a fucking loser ah. like likes wins.
0: All right, <laughs> Jose Miranda. What do you know about him? Him, I don't have a clue. uh They've
2: been saying a s- sore shoulder, so he hasn't been getting any reps at third base. But they've been DHing him, and then today he fucking went yard twice. So shoulder's so <laughs> not affecting his swing. And I mean his his second home run, fucking beautiful against the Pirates. Fucking went off the top of the overhang roof that covers the left field bleachers like no he's he's hitting the ball hard and good. Um
0: really like it. That's
2: yeah, I really hope uh his good year from last year continues.
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing is like just because these are spring training injuries it doesn't mean that it won't last the entire season because it is such a drag and there are b- very few days off to get right, you know. Um, yep. So, he's going to not play the WBC because of that shoulder concern, correct?
2: Correct. And the one that, uh, the injury thing that hurt me the most was just because I love this kid, Nicky Gordon. Um, he's right up there.
0: I love, I love him too.
2: With, like, watching Buxton play, the, the love this kid's got right. for the game. um, And after his awesome year last year, but. Jesus, he came in hard on a, he was playing second base, came in hard on a grounder in his cleat, it looked like got caught on the grass, and supposedly it's just a high ankle sprain, but.
0: That's a long recovery, too.
2: Yeah, as any of us do, I think they're kind of downplaying and hoping next week he can be back in the lineup, but. Shit, sometimes it's
1: better to break your ankle than to fucking... Yeah.
0: <laughs> Again, straight. another one oh. that could na- be a nagging injury. You were going to say something, Brad?
1: Yeah, so the, the guy's name is Miguel Vargas. He's the uh, number three prospect for the Dodgers, and he hurt his pinky is what he did. The funny stat about this, though, is this guy has more walks than he has strikeouts, and he's never swung the bat yet. Wow. That's, that's like, a did that's, you know. Yeah, that's that's what's crazy about it. So that's yeah. I just looked it up. Sorry, <laughs> I apologize. I wasn't. That's all pick. right. No, so you're saying the
0: best approach in the majors now is not Don't even swing, <laughs> just well, stand in the not box. Not us, guys. You're <laughs> going to be bagging groceries next week. You know, it's just <laughs> the thing. It's like who, his who's on pitching?
1: His on base percentage is like 500. He's had like nine at bats or ten at something like that.
0: Now that's and, a small sample size, but. I don't care, though. Apparently, he I mean, like, manages to get up there when guys can't find the zone. Uh, so
1: it just shows you, like, how good our pitchers? They know this guy isn't going to swing, and they still can't hit the zone. Like, well,
0: we've talked about how hitting is hard, but throwing strikes ain't hard either when you've got all that movement on the ball, you know? I said that for a long time when we had Francisco Luriano. I was like, I don't give that guy shit when he misses the 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 strike zone because his ball moves uh, horizontally way too damn much to locate like Greg Maddox locates his his stuff, you know? Yes. Uh, they're throwing way way different. Okay, so that's the bad. Pretty short little segment, the bad. We like that. Uh let's yeah. talk about the future. We already talked about Brooks Lee and the boner we have for him. Uh he's MLB's number 31 prospect. Royce Lewis, our other shortstop prospect, is number 45. Uh any updates on when we can expect him to start like running it's- the bases?
2: It's well. no, he's he's running. It sounds like he'll be back to normal baseball activities. I think probably end of June. Hopefully, get him back before the All Star break. Um, but his progression this off season has been better than the organization thought. So there's another guy that uh, we've got so many. If he can be healthy, that Emmanuel Rodriguez. He God our fuck the goddamn injuries to this team. That guy was playing out of his shoes. He's so fucking young. He's stud center field prospect. We have that if he can hit the ball, like he's been doing fucking in single A and moving up, we've got a lot of positional players that are fucking going to make this team awesome during the Correa Buxton years is all I kind of want to do. Or trade
0: bait for a potential ace.
1: I would love that.
0: Who wouldn't love that? I mean,
1: so the, here's long. a, I, I'm always the guy that here. Brooks Lee. What if he comes up this year and just is tearing it up like Royce Lewis did last year? I mean, do we think about moving Royce Lewis possibly to well, get an ace?
0: If Bro- Brooks Lee passes him up, yeah, you got to right. Like,
2: I you- in my in my dream scenario, I I would have probably Lewis at third, Brooks Lee at second. And then you'd have Miranda Kirilov at first DH. Um, the one I would like, I don't want to see him move because he's fucking hitting the ball so fucking well. Is that Julian? I think yeah. he's one we could likely see get moved this year for a high end pitcher. This kid is fucking, this kid's hitting the fucking goddamn cover off the ball right now, but we've got, He's limited defensively; is his problem, and we've just got too many fucking the funnel. Like where the players are coming, getting MLB ready. There's too many there right now. Yeah. So I could see Julian. I could see Austin Martin getting traded. Um, but no, I if the price was right on Lewis, I'm I would say yeah him. because that kid's we saw it last year when he's fricking healthy. He said I mean, more
0: seasons he's been injured than seasons he hasn't at this point.
2: that gives a shit?
0: <laughs> I, I mean, you did see him be absolutely great at the MLB level last year before going down. Uh, we, and you can you can put him in the outfield. You can move him around. He's athletic too. So
2: just don't put him in. Watch out for those walls in center field.
0: Uh, yeah, they'll get you. I think they should move him in too, or uh, move him back. Uh, take five rows out everywhere mandate an mlb mandate every ballpark and twice as much in the yankee stadium damn it has to move the fucking fences back or make the walls higher because it's just uh because that that's why you have the outfield chip right because there is only so much outfield to cover uh 10 minute warning and if you if you extend the amount of space that outfielders have to cover, then they, they're they not going to be playing that outfield shift on you anymore. Because like, yeah. if the ball gets by him and through the wall, it's a in field, It's inside the park home run. It don't matter if it goes over the fence.
2: No, I agree. Um, but moving on from injury crap, because I want to get some of Brad's negativity, because we haven't talked about this. I fucking, the plague of the fucking twins. Emilio Pagan. <laughs> Why <laughs> No And I I really want to hear some of Brad's anger, but I did when I texted you guys the other day when I was watching the game over the lunch hour, I did screw up. He only gave up a three run shot, not a grand slam, but it's just like Jesus fucking Christ. Like this this is how long why does why do we have him on our fucking
0: team? Like how big of a leash does a guy get? I it's my I have no idea uh it's befuddled me uh getting him in the first place befuddled me um my, brad what do you got to say on that
1: you here's the, you always make mistakes i mean you never you
0: you never get yeah, the right he no, always makes mistakes like i don't know a time where i saw him actually do his job well like the last so time yes, after
1: after you see that, why do you bring him back then? That's that's my biggest question is is you saw what he offered, and he didn't do good, and you decide to bring him back. Like, right. That's where I have a problem with that. Like, yeah, every coach is not going to make the right draft picks or the every GM is not going to make the right moves. It's not going to work out. But you move on from that. You don't just, oh, shit, we'll keep him. We will still throw him out there. We know he's going to probably give up a home run. I mean, he'll be more
0: affordable. Yeah, he wasn't. Like, he got a raise. He, he made two point three million in twenty twenty two, and we got a raise at three point five million because they avoided arbitration. How do you get a raise with? Let's see. What are his numbers last year? Twenty twenty two. He had a four four three ERA, but we don't care about ERA. He did pitch sixty three innings. That's you know, uh, probably. A how lot many home runs did he give up? Oh, this is why they held on to him. He struck out eighty-four batters in sixty-three innings. But his ERA plus still under a hundred, eighty-seven. Uh problem hits per nine, eight point six, home runs per nine, one point seven, walks per nine, three point seven, career high to go along with twenty twenty.
2: No, that's the right there at the end, that is the problem and first start in spring ball. It's like having flashbacks to last year where you're watching him and you're like, okay, he's got absolutely no command of his pitches so he fucking walks two batters mm-hmm. and then he finds the fucking middle of the zone with his fastball and <laughs> boo, <fucking laughs> moon shot. <laughs> you know, it gets so frustrating because Lopez was on the mound today to start. Lo- absolutely love the trade. It sucks we gave up what we gave up to get him, but Jesus Christ! It's nice seeing guys fucking in the first two pitches get two strikes as opposed to fucking eight pitches and you get one strike. Like, well, I mean, this is the, the time today. if
0: you're going to miss the zone and work on your pitches, it's okay to walk guys in the spring, and it's okay to I, give up the three run homer.
2: I uh, am making excuses for everybody else except for him because I've seen this
0: too goddamn much. in a my... regular season, okay? This is this is why I think they've been holding on to him. I think. They and San Diego were chasing uh, the year he had in 2019 with Tampa Bay, who uses relief pitchers better than anybody in the history of baseball. Uh, He had an ERA plus of 190 that year in 70 innings pitched. That's incredible. Uh, But every other year besides 2017,
2: his first, under 100. So, no, and that's and maybe I am being overly harsh on him. It's just he seems to when he screws up it's it's so awful, like it's a game changer screw up, yeah, like you're in the seventh inning, you got a three run lead. That should be a relatively easy time for a reliever to come in, and next thing you know it's the game's tied or you're down by one and you're like, what the fuck just
0: happened?" And like, now you can't do anything with him. Like, he's got no options. You know, you, you you can release him and, you know, take the cap hit, I guess. You know, pay him his money. But for the buyout, whatever it is, uh, he's no. not a free agent until 2024. But, uh, no, and I'm,
2: I guess, yeah. Oh, God, if you're listening to this, I apologize for the mean things I said. <laughs> but sorry, not He's sorry. trash. He's trash.
0: All right, let's move on. That's the only ugly? Really? That's the only ugly in the Twin Spring training thus far is Pagan? That's the so, only ugly I already, wanted to
2: talk about.
0: We already talked about Trevor McGill in his first start of the year. Couldn't have really gotten worse for him. Uh, but I have more faith in McGill to bounce back than Pagan, you know?
2: Oh, so do I in McGill's, McGill's strikeouts already this spring. Where is he at? He's already got five Ks and two and 2.1 innings at work. So he's made a couple of bad pitches, but he's striking some yards. That's what I out. said to
0: Brad was like, maybe he gets on a roll and he starts missing bats. And yeah, that's all that really matters is if you can miss bats. You'll play in the bigs. Uh, let's see, where are we at? We talked about the future. We talked about the ugly. We're on to why you should watch the world baseball classic. Uh, let's start with the... Twins reasons to watch. Uh, four minute warning.
2: Four minute warning. Well, I'll be brief about uh, them. The twins essentially make up the bulk of Team Puerto Rico. Right. Uh, Emilio Pagan is playing for Puerto Rico. Jorge Lopez, Puerto Rico. Christian Vasquez, Puerto Rico. Jose Miranda. Well, he's a scratch now, but Puerto Rico. <laughs> uh, Pablo Lopez. He's going to be pitching for the Venezuela team, Uh, so I'll watch his games. Uh, Who else? Oh, Giovanni Moran, who we've talked about on the show before. I've got high hopes for that lefty in the bullpen. Puerto Rico, Derek Rodriguez, Jose De Leon, also, I believe, playing for Puerto Rico. And then Julian, who we've talked about, Team Canada. So our neighbors to the north.
0: And they, uh, you'll get to see the Twins, I think, on television play the Dominican Republic on Thursday at noon, Central March.
2: Time. Yeah, March ninth. Um, that's gonna be Jesus Christ! You want to team the fucking Dominican Republic and has a that power sh- out?
0: That should be fun, like because you'll bring out your good players to play in that game, right?
2: Yeah, or the, the, the ones remaining
0: only- on the roster.
2: Yeah, um, the Dominican Republic. Uh, they had Juan Soto, Julio Rodriguez and then Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I believe Vladdy's been scratched so I don't think he's going to just There's to be extra safe. Still
0: odds on favorite to win the thing. What? They're still the favorite to win it. The, the Dominican uh, is. But you well, like you like Cuba. Tell us why you love Cuba. Cuz we don't know any of the players and they're going to be great, right? <laughs>
2: They're the powerhouse. Where are my fucking notes? Where are my notes? Well, we know some of them. You know, Luis Robert. Is uh, the first baseman
0: the Moncada. White Sox going to play for him? No, he defected what? the U.S. The, uh, the I suppose nobody who's defected would play for Cuba. Cuba wouldn't allow That's, it.
2: Well, it doesn't. I, those games are going to be played in East Asia, so it shouldn't matter. Uh, Luis Robert, though he plays for the white Sox. he'll be playing for team cuba okay um and then if you remember do you guys remember fucking
0: saspedez yeah that old man's coming back to play for team cuba all right <laughs> remember that home run derby we saw he hit the longest one of the day in the rain yeah yeah how old is
2: he our age probably 36
0: He's i, my I age.
2: believe or fuck he might be older i don't know so no, I don't know. I've always rooted for Team Cuba. When do the um, games kick off? Tomorrow, don't they? March eighth. Yeah.
0: March eighth, Wednesday.
2: Yep. Yeah, All there'll right. be I think one game March eighth, and then your boys, the boys from Italy, take on my boys from Cuba the following day. Oh damn. So we gotta March wake to up. At,
0: that. We gotta wake up at four AM to watch that game. Oh hell no. <laughs> It's Indian Wells time folks. It's, it's tennis tourney time. All right. Uh, we got less than a minute. Uh, let everyone go and thank us. Uh, thank them for joining us. Uh, I'm Anthony, your host joined by Bradley Haas and Michael Haas. Uh, join us on TikTok at Minnesota foul play by play and on YouTube at Minnesota foul play by play uh, and catch our podcast at GoGonzajournal.substack.com. And thanks for, uh, Getting us closer to one thousand downloads on one episode—that's pretty awesome. Um, I think the Brooks Lee boner thing worked. We got to come up with more creative names for podcast episodes. I think that's, that's World
1: Baseball choice. Classic starts on Tuesday. By the way,
0: all right, Brad knows his stuff. But he's the Did You Know man. his right, bats too. 10 p.m. So.
1: AEW Revolution.